it, it ends in a happy way. Good. <laughs> Not for the husband, but no. <laughs> well, he deserved it. He was seeing three women at once. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> You're listening to Atlas Now Streaming, the podcast where we review your favorite movies, television shows, and documentaries available on streaming platforms. Atlas Now Streaming is produced by Atlas Medstaff with your host, Jamie Zarlingo. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Atlas Now Streaming. My name is Jamie. I am your host of this podcast. We have another recruiter spotlight this week. And today we have Natasha Sage. Tasha, how are you? I am doing well. It's so good to chat with you and get to talk to you. I know. Um, we were just, before we started recording, we were kind of reminiscing on just, just being in the office. And, um, before we, uh, actually got onto our zoom call today, I was just kind of thinking about some of the first pieces of content. I remember Natasha being in and, um, do you remember when we did like the, it was like the jelly bean challenge. Do you remember that? Oh yes. I thought you were going to say the, uh, the taco challenge. That was one of the first ones too, that I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was yeah. The, uh, the jelly bean one. I remember that was probably your first piece of content. You were very new at the time. Yep. And, um, that was, that was such a fun one. And yeah, the, the, the first taco eating contest, cause we have done it more than once, but, yep. but you held your own, you got second place next to Yes. You. Joe Michelson. So, I mean, he can, he can put him down. So yeah, he's the reigning taco champ. No one can beat him. Exactly. We were sad that we couldn't get, uh, we couldn't do a taco eating contest this year for obvious reasons, but, um, maybe next year. Exactly. Um, we'll just train for next year. Yes. I mean, I'm sure a lot of us have been training a little bit with, with just being quarantined and, you know, maybe snacking more. So <laughs> My, my new office is in my dining room slash kitchen. So <laughs> definitely <laughs> snacking a lot more. <laughs> Hard to avoid. Um, so Natasha, just kind of introduce yourself, who you are, um, how you came to find Atlas and um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Yes. So I am a recruiter here at Atlas. I've been here for just over two years and I found Atlas because my boyfriend is in staffing as well. And I was moving back up to Omaha and I, you know, there's so many companies. So I just didn't know which direction to go to. And the leadership in his company said the best is Atlas. So go to them. So that's where I applied to and had an interview and fell in love with the company. Yeah. Tasha and I, we, we have a lot of fun. <laughs> or at least we used to in the office. I remember um, we used to do, um, if you guys watch our content, like our videos, Tasha used to be our host of tipsy recruiter Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. <laughs> and unfortunately when, you know, when, when COVID hit, um, and we kind of shut down the office, we weren't sure how long things were going to last. And we decided to turn tipsy recruiter into, it's more of like a little animated video now that we have on our Instagram and we post it on Facebook as well. But that was one of my favorite parts of the week was getting to make drinks with Tasha and it was so much fun. And we just, we laughed and I, I missed that. So I'm hoping you plan on reprising your role when we go back to the office, whenever that is. 
Yes, I do. That is for sure. Oh gosh, there was so much fun and so much laughter. I know people in the office, they'd walk by our recording studio and be like, what are they doing in there? What are they laughing about so much? <laughs> I don't even know. We just, we just found reasons to laugh. It was, it was a great time. Exactly. <laughs> so today we're going to talk about just some of the movies and television shows that you like and have watched. So I got to ask, this is my first question that I ask everybody. And I feel like it's such a telling question to who you are as a person. What is your favorite movie of all time and why? So my favorite movie of all time, it's kind of a toss up between how to be single and then which you can watch that on Hulu. You can stream oh, it or okay. you can purchase it on Amazon Prime. Uh, and then also Wish Upon a Star, which is an old Disney Channel classic. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. We have to talk about this. Before. Okay. So first of all, you did your research. So I appreciate that. You're welcome. And um, so let's talk about how to be single. So that that's a newer movie, right? That is Dakota Johnson and um, Rebel Wilson, right? Yes. Yep. And oh goodness. I can't think of the other gal's name, the older sister in the movie. I think it's, hold on, let me, I'm going to Google that real quick. Um, oh, uh, Leslie Mann. Yes, that's it. Yeah. And Alison Brie too. Oh, I love, what a good cast. So tell me, what is this movie about? So How to Be Single, it's like the movies. I don't know if you've seen Valentine's Day or he's just not that into you, but it has movie. all of my favorites. <laughs> yes. It has all of these characters where the plots kind of all align with the other characters and it's just kind of one big puzzle that comes together at the end. But basically the main character, she's in a relationship, but she breaks up with her boyfriend because she wants to find herself and who she is. And then she just keeps getting into all of these relationships and never takes time to really become single and find out who she really is and do what she wants to do in life. She just basically lives her life through her relationship. And then it's, you know, these other characters finding themselves and their paths in life throughout the whole movie. It's so good. I mean, with a cast like that, I like every single actress that's kind of, the, you know, in the lead group of actresses. So I feel like I would love it too. So you said that's on Hulu and you can buy it on Amazon Prime? Yes. Yep. Awesome. Good to know. Okay. So wish upon a star. We need to talk about this because I love that movie. Yeah. And it's funny because before we started recording this podcast, I was actually watching another Disney channel original movie. Love it. Oh, so, wow. That, that's really funny that that all came together. Um, so let's see, I'm trying to see if you can stream it anywhere right now. Um, but I mean, I know the plot, but why don't, why don't you tell our listeners the plot of this, of this great uh, night, late nineties Disney. Yes. Uh, so this one, you can get it on Amazon prime for free and watch it. It's not on Disney, which is so strange. You think it would be on Disney, but they don't have it on there. But basically it's these two sisters in high school. One's the popular sister, which is played by Catherine Heigl way back in the day, but she's popular, beautiful, fashionable, uh, and then there's her little sister, who's kind of the outcast in school, you could say, but she's very smart. Well, all of a sudden, the little sister, she's looking at the stars and her older sister, Catherine Heigl, is hanging out with her boyfriend. 
and the younger sister sees the shooting star and wishes to become her older sister. And then it happens the next morning. So it's basically them living through each other and seeing how each other's lives are. And then in the end, they come together. And I guess I don't really want to ruin it. Do I talk about the end? I don't know if I want to ruin it for our listeners. Let's not, yeah, let's save the spoilers. Um, But it's, I think it was one of Katherine Heigl's first movies. I think so too, because she was so young in that movie. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorites too. I remember just DCOMs as they're abbreviated, Disney Channel original movies. Um, There are just so many classics and I don't consider this one of them. I love this movie. My sisters and I used to watch it together and it's just so nostalgic and it, it has a good message too, you know, just kind of, you don't really know, you know, what a person is going, like, you know, you can't really judge a person until you kind of walk in their shoes. Um, exactly. it's, yes, that's perfect. <laughs> it's definitely kind of cheesy, <laughs> um, but uh, it's fun. And it's, it's, it's just so cute, you know, just a sister movie. And, you know, it's just, again, it's funny to see Katherine Heigl so young. And I honestly forgot that she was in this until, I recently rewatched it. I watched it um, when I was on maternity leave act last year, actually. Aww. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I remember. It's just, it's so much fun. It's just such a fun, cute movie. And I I love that that's one of your favorite movies. <laughs> I always wanted to grow up being like Katherine Heigl. I even had the metallic purple lipstick mm-hmm. she wore in the movie. And uh, one of my Barbies even had a purple outfit. Like she wore one. That outfit, I'm actually looking at a picture of it right now that like, um, that outfit that's actually worn a couple times in the, in the movie, the, the like little blue vest and the, oh, white, yes. and the polka dot skirt. It's so cute. Like, I remember just being like, oh, I want that outfit. It's so cute. And oh, I and the shoes, the fun high heels with the socks. <laughs> Mm-hmm. very very 90s fashion for sure like her younger sister like she wears a lot of like oversized t-shirts and I love the scene too where she like because in the beginning you know they're they're fighting and they um are trying to sabotage each other so um uh the older sister when she's becoming the younger sister she dresses up almost like like a dominatrix like she's wearing like yes a feather and like and she has this like whip and I'm like oh my god like no parent would ever no house like that yeah a parent would say no way and the parents were psychiatrists in the movie and they were trying this new parenting method to try and make the girls get along and respect them so that kind of goes along with the movie too yeah I I and also just kind of like thinking about the character too like her having that outfit I'm like when when would she ever use that like just knowing her as a person like did she just have this costume for a special occasion it was it was Halloween oh okay gotcha Uh, yep because the parents go well Alex I don't remember you or I remember you wearing that outfit not too long ago and she goes but it was Halloween (sighs) Is- but still, I know in high school, my mom would not let me wear that outfit for Halloween Ooh. at all. <laughs> nope. That is, I remember, it's, it's funny because, you know, we're, we're getting closer to Halloween and it made me think of, um, when I was in eighth grade, my dad took me to, um, Nobby's, which I don't know, is Nobby's like a regional or is it national company? I think it is regional. I don't know if it's national, but I think it's regional. 
Well, if you guys are familiar with, you know, like spirit Halloween or something like that, it's yeah. a, well, actually it's more of a party store. It's not really just Halloween costumes because they are open year round. But, um, I went there once with my dad, I was uh, 13 years old and I was trying to find a costume for a party that I was having. And, um, and it, I bring this up too, because I was just looking through these old pictures. I remember trying on, it was like a, like a Peter Pan, like a female Peter Pan costume. And I, yeah, glad I didn't buy that one because <laughs> it was not very appropriate for a 13 year old, but I ended up going with, it was like a, it was like a dark Cinderella. And I had these like dark circles around my eyes and like crazy hair. And like, that was a little bit more tame, I think like less yes. revealing than the other one. <laughs> Exactly. Not a dominatrix outfit. <laughs> no, I don't think either of my parents would have been happy with that one for sure. Yeah. So, um, so this is on Amazon prime. You said, right. This movie. Yes. Yep. For free. Perfect. So, um, uh, moving on from movies, um, let's, let's talk about like a good television show you've watched recently. Um, as I've talked with a lot of our guests before, there's so much content out there. There's so many streaming platforms, so many, just options for us. Um, so I want to know what is, since we've been in quarantine, you know, for the past, what, seven months, what is the best thing that you've watched since, since COVID? The best thing is selling sunset on Netflix. What's that about? I don't think I've heard of that. So a little backstory. Did you ever watch the Hills on MTV back in the day? A little bit. Yeah. Okay, so the producer of The Hills is Adam DeVello. Well, he started this new series on Netflix called Selling Sunset. And it's basically a version of The Hills for adults. <laughs> it's about that all of these real estate women that work for a, okay, am I going to say this wrong? Bro- bro- brokerage? Brokerage, yep. There we go. I always stutter over that word. But, and it's based out of LA. So they're selling these multi-million dollar mansions. So it's kind of like a Bravo, uh, let's see, million dollar listing for New York and LA, but it's all women. The owners of the brokerage are two twin brothers, but it just has all of this drama, but then it shows the success of these women and all of their hard work and how it pays off. It's so entertaining. (laughs) So is it like a, like a reality show or is it scripted? Yes, it is. It's reality. Sometimes I think there's a little bit of scripting and behind the scenes plotting (laughs) a little bit. I don't think it's full reality, but it's supposed to be. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, speaking of what is kind of your opinion on reality television? Like you mentioned the Hills, like reality, I say, you know, in quotes, because there's definitely, you know, the line between like, is it full reality or is it like a little bit scripted? So like, what's your opinion on like scripted shows? Or not yes. the show, sorry, uh, reality shows. Yeah, so reality shows, they are my absolute favorite type of show. I don't really like scripted shows, but with reality shows, I know there is some type of script because I don't think people's lives can just be this dramatic or this crazy all the time. <laughs> I know if my life was that dramatic or I had friends like that that I fought with all the time, <laughs> I don't think I'd have them as friends. Yep. I, for me, reality is hit and miss. Like when I was growing up, I was more into like, you know, like singing competitions, like any sort of competition show I love. I also love, um, oh gosh, what's it? 
called um anything with um gordon ramsay i'm a big fan oh yes like hell's kitchen yes um he has hell's kitchen um kitchen nightmares master chef yeah um i actually used to watch masters master chef all the time um maybe like six years ago or so when i was still in college and i i still watch it sometimes because i i'm trying to get more into you know cooking not just like cooking but like actually like getting better and not relying on recipes all the time yeah <laughs> um and that show it's so like this sounds cheesy but it's very inspiring because it's like yeah. it makes me think like oh if i only had limited you know ingredients what would i make you know it's and also it's funny because i'm making a stew tonight because it is the weather's finally starting to get more fall yeah like hopefully yeah. permanent because like i don't know about you guys but in the midwest it's like very flip-floppy it's, you know, really like fallish, like actual fall weather. And then the next week will be in the eighties again, and then it'll be back to fall. And I'm hoping we're actually back into the cool. Yes. Because I went to, um, we, Vallis pumpkin patch, which I'm sure you guys all have pumpkin patches in your, in your areas. I went, um, safely, of course, wearing a mask, um, to, uh, Vallis back in uh, Labor Day weekend, they opened for the Applejack festival or just like apple season or whatever and it was so hot it was almost 100 degrees and then like I just I don't feel right being in a pumpkin patch no in that hot of weather and I'm sure those of you that live you know in the hotter states or you know are currently traveling there you know California Florida Arizona uh, Nevada I'm sure it feels like that all the time <laughs> but um, I don't know being in the Midwest um, when I think of Dallas I think of you know that crisp fall weather and so it, it kind of turned it off for me a little bit but we are supposed to be going hopefully soon um, my my family and I so hopefully we'll get some of that fall weather when we go. We went a couple weeks ago and it was just a perfect weather it was you know you needed a cute fall sweater to wear and light jacket and a scarf. So it, you still got to have that fall feel. It's a nice warm, but yet cool, crisp day. That just reminded me of uh, Miss Congeniality. All you need is a light jacket. Light. Yeah. <laughs> also one of my top favorite movies. <laughs> me, me too. Big fan of that movie. So I kind of skipped over this question, but like, what is your typical, what, what typical type of movie do you like to watch? It kind of seems like you're a comedy fan. Yes, I am a rom-com chick flick. I, or suspense. I like suspenseful movies. I don't like scary, gory, you know, I don't like things like that, those images to be in my head for some reason. I don't know. They just creep me out and I'm paranoid. So then I won't be able to sleep. That's totally fair. I'm actually working on the Halloween episode of, of the podcast. And I've been talking with, you know, horror fans and that's kind of the, that's kind of what I think it's when it comes to horror, it's either you love it or you just don't want anything to do with it. Yeah. I, I don't think there's really much of an in-between. Yeah. I, I love the happy, feel good, laugh, you know, a couple tears when it gets emotional, but then it ends happy and you feel good. Me too. So I got asked then, what is your favorite rom-com? Ooh, rom-com. I, I would have to say, I guess, yeah, it is a little bit of a romance at the end. Uh, the women or no, the other woman, the other woman. Oh, okay. Cameron Diaz, that Leslie, Leslie man. Yeah. Okay. I haven't seen and, that one, but I know what you're talking about. So what, what happens? And I'm assuming there's like a, like a love triangle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so the main character, she finds out that her husband is cheating on her with Cameron Diaz. 
Well, then both of those women meet each other. They know what's going on behind their backs. And then so they go to spy on her husband. Well, then they find out that he's also seeing another woman and basically playing all three of these women. Well, then they just join powers and, you know, get together. And then they basically get revenge on him in the end. Girl power, right? You got to get, yes. stick it to the man, you know, oh, not the man, but yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I, and then in the end, they, uh, Cameron Diaz and then Kate Upton, she's the other actress. Right. They fall in love in the end with uh, people related to each other, to all the characters in the movie. So it, it ends in a happy way. <laughs> Good. Not for the husband, but no. <laughs> well, he deserved it. He was seeing three women at once. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> I also love a good rom-com. Um, you brought up one of my favorites. Um, uh, oh, shoot. Um, he's just not, wait, did you say yep, he's, he's just, just that is. love that movie. One of my favorites. Um, Never been kissed. I love Drew Barrymore. She's one of my favorite actresses. That movie is a classic. Um, Legally Blonde. Um have you ever seen um, It's Complicated with Meryl Streep and Alec Baldwin? Yes. Oh, I love that one. Me too. It's so funny. And just it, like John Krasinski's in that. Steve Martin is in that. Like it's actually got yeah. a huge cast, like of big, big actors. I love that movie. That's such a good one. And it's just so funny, just so comical. And you just love just the whole storyline of it. Just makes you laugh. Oh yeah. It's a good one. I, I am a big fan of the rom-com as well. Um, so back to television. So, um, there are just some shows that, you know, we can watch over and over and over again. Um, you know, something that's kind of comforting, maybe play in the background while you're doing chores or working, or maybe even to fall asleep too. So I got to know, what is that show for you? What is a show that you can watch forever over and over again? Yeah, so kind of going back to the Selling Sunset in the Hills, uh, Selling Sunset, they just came out during quarantine with season three, oh, thank okay. goodness, because I went through seasons one and two just super, super fast. <laughs> it took no time to waste yep. watching those. So I think I've watched the whole series at least probably over 10 times because <laughs> I just have been going on the uh, playing in the TV in the background while I'm doing laundry or doing dishes or cleaning the house or the hills because I've seen them so many times that it's like I can visualize in my head with what's actually going on in the background. See that's like me in the office like I don't even need yeah. to watch it but I hear it I know what episode it is I know what's happening I can even quote it without even watching what's happening. Yes. Um we all have shows like that. That's definitely one for me. Um, I didn't bring this up before, but um, have you, what's your opinion on like America's Next Top Model? Did you watch that show? Oh my goodness. I, my goal in life was to become a model, but I was like, oh, I'm not too tall enough. And, you know, I don't think I could live that lifestyle. I love Doritos too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I hear that. I hear that. Um, yeah. I, uh, it's, this is actually kind of a funny story. So I watched that show a lot in high school. Um, I would say for me that like, as far as reality shows go besides, you know, competition, well, I guess it is a competition show. Yeah. Um, that is one of my favorites. I, I kind of stopped watching after a while. Um, I know that eventually they introduced male models and, um, even Tyra was off the show for a while and then she came back. 
Um, but I loved, loved that show. And then they put it on Hulu a couple of years ago. Yeah. And this is a funny story. So, um, this was, oh gosh, like new year's day of 2017. So this was almost four years ago. So we had a party at my house that I was living at at the time. And one of my husband's very good friends crashed, um, just, you know, to be safe. And I woke up the next morning and I'm like, I'm not doing anything today. <laughs> I had a little too much to drink. So I'm going to watch America's Next Top Model. And he, um, I think he might've been sleeping on the couch or maybe in like our guest room and he came out. And um, if, if you knew him, he is not the kind of person that would watch the show at all. Like just not, nothing that he would find interesting. We watched almost an entire season together. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love it. We just sat on the couch and watched it all day. And then I think he ended up going home before like the finale. But the next time I saw him, he was like, hey, who ended up winning? <laughs> it was That's so awesome. It is. It's, it's, I love like, like from a, you know, creative standpoint, I love the photo shoots, like how yeah. interesting they are and how like wild they can get. Like they always costumes. there. Yes. The costumes too. I remember one of the, my favorites was they were like circus acts, um, in one of the oh, earlier seasons. That one was good. Like some of the stuff, some of the makeup that they did was insane. Like that show, ugh, it's, it's addicting. It is. Uh, one show that I got Chris hooked on. I used to watch a lot of the housewives as mm -hmm. well. And I would stream those on Hulu and have those playing, but it almost just, they've become so negative and just so catty now. Mm -hmm. So I don't really watch them often, but we do watch don't be tardy, which What's is, that? so it's uh, Kim Bierman and she used to be a real housewives, real housewife on housewives of Atlanta, but she did her own spinoff with her, her husband, who's a former NFL football player, and then all of their kids. And she was my favorite housewife because she just stayed real to her personality. You know, she didn't put on this glamorous and perfect persona. She's just real, tells it how it is. And she wears wigs and she's open and honest about it. And okay, <laughs> they're and their family dynamics. It's just so funny to see the mess in their house from their kids and she being like, oh my gosh, this is chaos here. <laughs> my house is a wreck. But I got Chris hooked on that. We watched one episode and he was like, what is this? This is so entertaining. And then, so I got him hooked on that one. And the new season just started and you can watch that on Hulu. Ooh. You know, I actually, I, I didn't watch any of the Real Housewives shows, but she sounds like the type of girl I'd want to follow. So I might have to give that one a watch. That sounds cool. <laughs> she is just so funny. <laughs> So kind of on the opposite side of the spectrum. So this is a question I've been asking a lot of people. So there are just some shows that everyone tells you to watch, like, oh, you've got to watch it. It's so good. And then it just doesn't hit the mark for you. So what is that show for you that somebody told you to watch or everyone loves, but you just, you just couldn't get into it? Uh, so really, I don't know. I don't take a lot or I don't look for a lot of recommendations on shows. But people always told me uh, Pretty Little Liars, oh, uh, Gossip Girl. They said those were great ones. And I had tried watching those. And I don't know. I just can never really get into it. Just That's fair. Couldn't yeah. spark my interest. I know a lot of my friends love them and were obsessed with them. But I just couldn't get into it. So did you ever read the Gossip Girl books? 
I read one of them and see the books. I couldn't even get into them. I bought all of them because they looked pretty. Yeah, <laughs> I loved yeah they covers have of them, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't get into those either. Huh. I actually read not all of them, but I read a lot because they're fast reads. I read a lot of those books in middle school and was a big fan of the book series. It's very inappropriate. I should not have been reading them as like a 12, 13 year old, but it's fine. Um, and then the show came out and I was really excited and me too. I just, I couldn't get into it. It just, it was very different from the books. And I just, and then I'm sure you've probably heard, I'm not going to spoil it for everybody else, but how it ends is very weird. And I just, I feel, and I've heard from a lot of people that they didn't like the ending. They reveal who Gossip Girl is. God. Yeah. (laughs) And do you know who Gossip Girl is? No, see, I was, I knew a lot of the storyline from my friends just talking about it when we'd all be hanging out together. So I thought, well, maybe I should just watch the very last episode. So that way I know (laughs) what's going on and stay with uh, Pretty Little Liars. Just watch the very end. So I knew who A was. (laughs) Okay. And yeah, I couldn't get into Pretty Little Liars either. My sister was a big fan of that show and we watch a lot of stuff together. Like we watched Degrassi, like the Canadian. Oh yes. Yeah. We watched that show. Um, We watched a lot of the same movies and that was like a big thing for her. And it just, I could not get into it. And I, I love cheesy stuff. I love stuff that's like really far-fetched and you're like, well, that would never happen. Yeah. that's what Pretty Little Liars is. And I just, I don't know. I, I couldn't get into it. I just, and from what I hear too, that show kind of went off the rails and it got really weird and like impossible, like almost like too far-fetched stuff happened where it's like, okay, that would never happen ever. So I'm with you there. I couldn't get into either of those shows either. Yeah. I just didn't. I tried also giving uh, The Walking Dead a try, but you know, gore and stuff like that just I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. (laughs) I'll tell you what I watched, I think six or seven seasons of the walking dead and it broke my heart too many times. Oh, (laughs) they, they killed off some characters that I loved and I'm still salty about it. And I remember seeing statuses about that. (laughs) There's, there's one character in particular, um, that they, uh, killed that just made me very, very mad. I'm still hurt by it. And then just, after a while it got ridiculous and just it was less about the zombies and more about like the drama of like the different people and just I from what I hear too I stopped watching it it's still going unfortunately and I've heard a lot of people who are like diehard fans that are like still watching even though they don't like it anymore like okay put an end to the show because yeah it's just not good anymore and I feel like I wish more television shows did that when they're just you know quit while you're ahead I mean you And at a certain point, it just becomes a cash grab and it's not really about creating quality content. So I just wish more shows just ended, you know, after a couple of seasons, like three or four, maybe even five seasons and then just calling it good, you know, like. Exactly. Make something else new and amazing to. Exactly. You don't got to keep, you know, like, I don't know if you watch Shameless. Um, I was, um, oh gosh, Showtime show. Oh, okay. It's still going on. Have Do you know anything about it? No, I do not. So it is a show based on this family in Chicago on the South side of Chicago. So they're very poor. Um, the mom ran out on the family. She comes back every once in a while. Um, and then the dad is just like a, a deadbeat. He's a drunk. 
And so the oldest sister, Fiona, has to kind of take care of the whole family. She has five siblings, the youngest being two years old. And so um, she kind of becomes the caretaker of the family and she kind of runs the house and it just all the different shenanigans that these these kids get into. They're kind of schemers, like they don't really follow the law all the time. Um, but I mean, it started off as a really good show. And I'm actually watching the most recent season that they put on Netflix, um, season 10. And oh, it, wow. It's not, it's not good anymore. It's, it's, it's more like, it's, it's a very raunchy show. There's a lot of sex scenes. There's a lot of drama. There's a lot of, which like, I'm not opposed to necessarily, but now it's more just like, how much can they shock you? Like what this character does or what that character does. And I'm just because I've been dedicated to the show for so long, I am trying to get through it just to get through it. Yeah. I just can't. It's, it's so hard. This final season is so bad. And ugh, oh, I mean, no. again, like I just wish certain shows would just be like, all right, you know, we told all we needed to tell, let's call it good. But not everyone does that. Nope. They just want to keep it rolling. <laughs> exactly. Um, so one final question I have for you, um, and this is something actually that one of our other brand specialists, Ashley, told me to ask some people, and I haven't had a chance to ask it, but I know how much you love snacks. Yes, <laughs> so I'm the snack queen. So I want to know, what snacks do you like to have when you're binging a show? So we always make popcorn. I think we eat popcorn almost every other night. <laughs> we, and we have all different <laughs> kinds of popcorn, like regular buddy, butter, extra butter. We have cheddar, just so many different kinds that we pop. And sometimes we'll put M&Ms in it. Sometimes we'll, we won't <laughs> or nachos, but with Doritos. That's also, Ooh, yeah, I had that. That sounds awesome. It is. You have to be careful with cook times because sometimes the Doritos can get too soggy. So <laughs> yeah, mostly popcorn or Doritos with, with some nacho cheese melted on them. That sounds really good. My, my dad used to make this like Dorito casserole growing up and it's, I mean, it's just like a casserole meat and cheese, but then there's Doritos in it. Oh, so good. That sounds amazing. I need to find that recipe. I've seen. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm sure there's, there's plenty out there. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. I know you can bread like chicken with Doritos. I've never tried that recipe, but really it looks pretty good. We just need to talk food and snacks sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> have all these great, great ideas. Um, and I, I'm a big popcorn fan too, especially like I haven't been to a movie, obviously, like in theaters for a long time, but I always have to get popcorn when I go to the movies. And yes, I, extra butter. Yes, yes. And then like maybe some M&Ms. I also like Reese's Pieces. Yes. You have to have popcorn at the movies, but the trick is you can't start snacking on it until the movie actually starts because then... <laughs> Then the movie started, you ate all the snacks during the previews and you're like, well, shoot, now what am I going to do? Yeah. Now I need to get up and go get a refill, but I don't want to. Exactly. You don't want to miss anything. And then you want to, you don't want to like come back to like the front desk and be like, Hey, it's me again. More popcorn. Please. Uh, back in my hometown, they always had refillable popcorn tubs. I don't know if they had that here in Omaha, but you would buy this bucket and it would last for like a promo period for like a month. And when you go to the theater, you just always got free unlimited refills. So we go to the theater, fill our tub up halfway through the movie, fill it up. And before we would go home, we'd fill it up. So we had popcorn on the 
drive home. So good. So much popcorn. It sounds that's like I love popcorn so much, but there gets to a point where like you know you've eaten too much. And yeah. it's just oh that like being full on popcorn is a different kind of full. Do you know what I mean? Like all the butter and the it's salt. Oh still good though. I'm still gonna have it. <laughs> we also have those little seasoning. There's like Ooh. white cheddar, cheddar, sour cream, parmesan, all those little different seasoning jars. We also have those too. So we really spice up our popcorn. So what is your opinion on kettle corn? Like the sweet Ugh. corn? Nope. Me either. Not Thank a fan. <laughs> Thank you. I don't like it either. <laughs> I like caramel corn. I'll okay. eat caramel corn, but kettle corn, I'm just, no, I just don't like it. All right. Fair. I will say that one of the things that I really miss about, you know, the before times before, before COVID is one of the things that we used to do as a company at Atlas, um, we used to, um, after we'd had like a really good week or maybe like once a quarter, we would do something fun as, as a company. And we would typically go to the movies. I miss that so much. I just miss getting together outside of work with everybody. Um, I mean, just seeing people in the office is one thing, but you know, when we got to, you know, take the afternoon off and go see a movie and, you know, we'd have like a, you know, a certain amount where we could get like a popcorn and a drink or something. I don't even remember. It's been so long, but so long. I miss that so much. And I, I know it will come back one day, but God, that was just so much fun. I remember how excited everybody would get like on a, it was always on a Tuesday and yeah. we would be like, all right, half day, you know, after, you know, after lunch, you can stay in work or you can come to the movie if you want. And like, we'd all, like, you know, meet up at the theater. And like, sometimes we'd even like buy out the whole theater. And it was kind of like, just like a big, like a big movie night with, with all of your work friends. And uh, I miss it so much. It was so fun. My first week actually at Atlas, uh, we had a movie party. Yes, so that's right. I was, I was like, wow, this is the best company ever. <laughs> we get to do a half day and go watch a movie and have popcorn and a pop or even a beer if you wanted a beer. Yeah. That is something that I love about movie theaters these days is now they have bars. And I think it's yeah. because they know, like, you know, with streaming, and I've talked about this m- many times on this show, you know, how streaming has changed movies and television as we know it, or as we knew it, you know, growing up. Um, and I feel like people stopped going to the movies because it's, it's expensive. I mean, just, just to buy the ticket is expensive. And then if you want snacks and it's just, it it becomes like, you know, like going out to eat almost like that's how much you end up spending. And that's what I love about movie theaters is I feel like now they're like, okay, well, if we want people to come back, let's add bars, let's add like full service restaurants. And I'm all about it. You know, (laughs) I would love to have a beer to drink, you know, in a movie. The more food options, the better. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Well, that's all the questions I have, Natasha. But before you go, I would just like to know where can we find you on social media? Yes. So you guys can find me on Instagram. I just have my own personal pages just because I am who I am. I'm not a different person just because I'm a recruiter. So I just have my personal Facebook page, my personal Instagram And those, I believe, are linked on the Atlas website under my profile. So you can find me there and send me a friend request or follow me on Instagram. I'm friends with most of my nurses that have social media or have Instagrams. I follow them or even their dogs have Instagrams and I follow those accounts too. 
All right. Well, we'll make sure to plug your bio so people can find all of those links. And I wish, <clears throat> sorry, I wish I could tell you guys that, you know, to look out for the next tipsy recruiter with Natasha, but we do have a playlist on our YouTube page with all of our previous episodes. So if you want to see Natasha make some fun drinks, um, if you guys, you know, are looking for some, and there's even... <laughs> Sorry, I have to bring this up. There's even um, a witch's brew drink since it's, you know, spooky season. So you can make that. And the funny thing about when we made that video was the drink turned green. We used to record it in front of the green screen. And Tasha was so cute. She is like, oh, I'm drinking the wall. (laughs) So cute. I loved it so much. I think it's like that all the time. But you know, just in addition that. to that drink, there's plenty of drinks on there that you guys can can watch Natasha make. We 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 certainly had fun doing that, and hopefully someday soon we will yes. make it again. Exactly, and give people some some good laughs. Yes, we definitely need some laughs during this time. Exactly. Well, uh, Natasha, thank you again for coming onto the show. Really appreciate it. Yes, thank you for having me. I appreciate it as well. Absolutely. So um, thank you guys for listening. We have one more recruiter spotlight before we go into our Halloween episode to kind of close things out for the streaming podcast. But until then, keep on streaming. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Atlas Now Streaming. Until next time, keep streaming.